0: This is the Darren Paltrowcast with Darren Paltrowitz. I've been interviewing musicians, comedians, and all sorts of entertainers for almost 20 years Joan Rivers, Flavor Flav, Paris Hilton, members of Guns N' Roses and the Eagles, and countless others. This show is about artists and why they do what they do. Guitar legend Andy Summers is best known as one-third of the power trio The Police. But before he joined up with The Police, Andy played with Neil Sedaka, Eric Burden, Deep Purple's John Lord, and a whole lot of other people. Since moving on from The Police, Andy has been a prolific solo artist. His latest release is Tribal Luminescence, which was released last year as a single CD. But this year got a release as a deluxe vinyl with at least a half dozen new songs on it. Beyond music, Andy has put on dozens of photo exhibitions around the world and written half a dozen books. I had the pleasure of speaking to him via phone and placed a call to him to his home in Los Angeles. Unfortunately, the timing did not line up, so I had to give him a ring back an hour later. Here's what happened. Hi. Hi uh A better time
1: now? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Someone is.
0: I asked Andy about his decision to release Tribal Luminescence as a double LP on vinyl after it was initially released as a single CD release.
1: Well, you know, I released my records for a company in England and we did this coming into the modern era. Of course, vinyls become kind of a special thing again and they sell really well. So the record previous to this, which was called Metal Dog, the record company in England um, wanted to make a double vinyl. It wouldn't have occurred to me necessarily like, oh, I've got to make vinyl as well, but they encouraged me to do it. So, you know, the idea took hold this time. So it really came up, you know, a couple of years ago, like, oh, well, these days you should make vinyl as well because for this kind of music everyone likes to get it well not everyone but there's a definite definite, um buying public for the uh for the vinyl you know for me it's sort of thrilling because i get to take the package the actual you know art package and open it up a bit more and you know do something creative with it and it's a bit like the old days you know you can really have fun you know it's like making an lp well it's an lp (laughs) As a
0: follow-up, I asked Andy if he himself listens to a lot of music on vinyl. No,
1: I don't. I don't. I don't have time to do that. But I, I did have to go out and get a better vinyl player than I had. You know, I, was, I really enjoyed sort of putting the package together, and I think the, mo- the salient point is, uh, you, know, you know, all the extra tracks, other music that I made, you know, apart from what ended up on the original CD.
0: I asked Andy if he had a favorite song on that latest album, Luminescence*.
1: I mean, there's one, actually, that I really like I think it's called Sweet Milk, where I, it's just an improvisation on an instrument that's like a sort of mini oud, a sort of a cousin of the oud, it's called a latva, it's a Middle Eastern instrument.
0: As most of the music that Andy has written in his solo career has been instrumental, I wanted to know when he comes up with the song title, with relation to composing the song. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, it's a sort of multi-pronged answer, you know. I'm a literary person, and I think about words and writing a lot. And you know, I try to, in the title, and create, a, you know, a kind of a vibe that you know gives you an idea of what the music might be like.
0: One of Andy's most notable songs during his time in the police was Behind My Camel, which won a Grammy in 1982 for Best Instrumental. There's a rumor that the song title came from, well, what you would find behind the camel. Uh, I asked him if that was true.
1: Well, that's a sort of stupid joke, but not really. It might be what's in front of the camel, too. But I think what you see there is the predilection for this kind of titling and this sort of atmosphere music, instrumental music that was you know, already going on in my head back, back then.
0: Andy's been prolific as both a musician and a visual artist. He's put on dozens of exhibits of his photography around the world over the years. So I want to know if he had studied art before he was a musician or even after he became successful with the police.
1: No, not really. Not formally. No, I didn't. No, I mean, I was, it was always music for me. But I have to say, you know, I, I mean, OK, a statement is I think any artist should be very cultured and should be into writing art and should be taking information from all the great masters in, in different media. I think that's very important to be a, a widely cultured person in, if you're going to be in the arts. And I think one thing that I've often mentioned, I didn't really start photography until later on. But I did go to college in, in America and studied classical music, played classical guitar for years. So I, I, I was very much into other things outside of rock music, per se.
0: Andy Summers is generally ranked high when it comes to all-time greatest guitarists. But not only that, he's also considered to be one of the originals when it comes to guitar players. When Andy started with the police, did he know that he was one of the most groundbreaking guitarists in the making? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, and I don't think you stand there and go, "Oh, this is really unique." No, <laughs> I think you, you know, at any moment you're the sum of all these, all this information you've taken in, natural talent, and um, whatever you know, personal grit it grows, goes through to come out the way it does. And you know, one thing I've often said in interviews, I think. You know what you become is all the it's like subtracting all out all the things you don't like. So it's sort of like a procedure by negation. I don't like this. Don't like that. Don't like this. Don't like that either. So what am I left with? This. Okay, then I'm going to do this. I don't have to be good at everything. I don't need to do everything. I'm going to do this, and this is where I'm going to put my my whole effort.
0: Andy is often ranked towards the top of guitar player lists of all time, but I want to know if gear played a big role in his musicianship or even his evolution as a player.
1: Gear, no, it's never been about gear for me. It's always about music, music first, Not you know. um... However, you know, early days in The Police, I was able to start, again, in being sort of antithetical to some of the music that was around at the time, like heavy punk and, you know, very simple bar chords and that heavy sound and all that. I went to kind of another area by coloring the sound with various guitar pedals because and playing a very different sorts of voicings on the guitar. I You know, very simply put, I felt, okay, you know, I'm a guitar player. I'm the only harmonic instrument, really, in the band, and I've got to support this great singer. He's got... The ear for it so i can start to do something different with it than uh i'm hearing in the you know like for instance in the punk movement in london between in the late 70s we were loud we it sounded like a rock band but i was playing different kind of stuff on the guitar Partly out of negating and wanting to be more original than everything was around me. And, and also, you know, naturally reacting to uh, the people I was with, where, where my natural impulses were. Because I came out, really, I did, you know, start my sort of professional life in London as a, you know, playing a rhythm and blues band. But my impulses were always towards jazz and then classical music.
0: Beyond his solo albums, Andy has also been prolific as a composer for soundtracks and television shows. One such soundtrack that I remember, however, is the Weekend at Bernie soundtrack, and I want to know more about that from Andy.
1: That one was enjoyable, uh, partly because the director was a lot of fun to work with. He was a French guy, and I uh, was in fit of somebody jolly situation. Now, and that was a good one. I did enjoy that one. That's a film by the way that's never gone away it's one of the most played films of all time absolutely incredible oh it's a weekend at bernie's years later it's still running at all kinds of times of the night yeah it's amazing
0: did you ever see the sequel to it
1: no, no i probably lost interest at that point i found you know at a certain point into all that that i really preferred being like a solo artist making my own recordings i felt much more genuine and much more I felt that's where my soul was. Film scoring is another thing that can be great, or most of the time it can be awful.
0: As Andy was in one of the biggest bands of all time, undeniably, I want to know what he still feels that there is left to accomplish in his career.
1: I mean, obviously we weren't just some band that had one or two hits. We were like a phenomenon. We were really one of the biggest bands of all time. We all get a lot of respect for that. And of course, it's hard to um, ever find anything that could possibly match that in terms of, well, certainly popular profile. But it forces you back in a position of really it's about the music. Do you love playing music? Yes. Are you prepared to suffer for it? Mm, not as much as I used to be. <laughs> You know, I have a pretty full musical. I I like collaborating with people. Um, I like to pick and choose what I do. And, you know, there's a certain amount of comfort I expect now. I'm not really ready to rough it anymore. I don't have to prove anything, you know. The Police was an amazing platform for all of us uh, to be able to do basically whatever we want, you know, and I can do whatever I want or nothing if I want to. But I have a studio, I work all the time at music, and, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to getting... Started on whatever the next album I might personally make, and there's a couple of things I've got in the can that I'd like to put out. It's music all the way.
0: I also wanted to know if Andy had any hobbies or things that he liked to do when he wasn't busy with his music
1: touring or... I don't like hobbies, because the idea of a hobby sounds always to me like um, something that you do at the weekends. I'm not that kind of a person. I'm generally all the way in, I'm not at all. I mean, the other thing I do, obviously, is photography. and But that's serious, you know. It's not a hobby. It's it's a real commitment.
0: And as with most of my interviews, I asked if Andy had any last
1: words for the kids. Well, do what you believe in. <laughs> Make sure you have a good manager. <laughs> that was my
0: interview with Andy Summers for the Darren Paltrowcast uh, podcast with Darren
1: Paltrowitz. Great man. All right. Well, good. Yeah, I find it intriguing. A
0: pleasure speaking with Andy, yeah. whose new album *Tribal Luminescence* is now in stores. For that and other information on Team Mensch, go to www.teammensch.com. All right. All
1: best. Cheers. Bye bye now.